This is Fedora Weekly News Out Loud. For all the latest in Fedora news by and for the community, visit fedoranews.org on the World Wide Web. This is Issue 60 for August 21, 2006. In this week's news, Fedora Project Board leader Max Spivak appeared in this week's edition of the Slashdot interview, in which moderators pick questions from the Slashdot community and pose them to the interviewees. The answers then appear on the site. Reactions and reader comments on the Slashdot site overall were quite positive, and Spivak said, quote, Judging from what I've seen in the comments so far, it's a good day for Fedora. Fedora Legacy Project Chair and Fedora Release Engineer Jesse Keating wrote in his weblog this week about the future of Fedora Legacy. Although the project has been hampered somewhat by a downturn in community involvement, Keating was very upbeat about what lies ahead for Legacy. He and other community members have been working on integrating Legacy into the Fedora Extra's build systems and CVS space. He said his goal was, quote, to be integrated shortly after Fedora Core 6 launches and well before Fedora Core 5 goes into maintenance mode. Maintenance mode is the point at which Fedora Legacy takes over upkeep of a release, mainly for security patches. Fedora Project Board member Raul Sundaram posted a weblog entry about the internal challenges facing Red Hat in its quest for intellectual property reform. These challenges include retaining the value of trademarks while retaining compatibility with the needs of the free software community and the rise of other forms of open content, such as music or collaborative sites like Wikipedia. Sundaram said these initiatives, quote, are all signs for a continuous change that we need to understand better. Fedora developer Luke Mackin wrote in his weblog about some new tricks for PUP, the package update program, and Puplet, the notification applet for PUP. Mackin has been working with update metadata enhancements that will allow Puplet to provide the user with useful information about software updates as they become available. Mackin also posted screenshots of some of the current work. Tom Tromey posted a weblog entry about the new Fedora Core 6 Test 2, including his reaction to the new features, and especially the new Eclipse 3.2 integrated development environment. Tromey expressed some good-natured amazement about the way that the Fedora development process produces good results year after year. E-Commerce Times and LinuxInsider.com published an exclusive interview this week with ZenSource Chief Technology Officer Simon Crosby. When asked by Linux Insider about the biggest new development in Zen virtualization software for the next few months, Crosby answered Fedora Core 6. He noted that this release would feature powerful new symmetric multiprocessing scheduling support, enhanced support for VT and AMD V processors, a new shadow page table implementation, and impressive performance gains for hardware virtual machine guests. He reiterated that, quote, 2006 is all about Zen going to market. This week, CNN published an article regarding the One Laptop Per Child program. CNN noted that OLPC hopes to deploy 5 to 7 million machines in Thailand, Nigeria, Brazil, and Argentina in 2007. CNN also reported that Thailand's government is expected to buy 1 million laptop units in the first year. OLPC developer Chris Blizzard confirmed the story, saying, quote, This is the first OLPC news that I've seen in a long time that's actually backed by some facts. Internet News This Week 
noted some of the upcoming features of the Fedora Core 6 release, especially the enhanced Aglix framework for 3D graphics and the Combiz window manager. The article also touted Dogtail, a graphical testing and automation framework, and the new GCJ web plugin for enabling Java applets out of the box in the Firefox web browser. Fedora Weekly News would like to remind all our listeners to keep your Fedora systems updated. During the week of August 14th through the 20th, the Fedora project released 55 updates, including two security advisories for Fedora Core 5. For all the latest information and news each week from the Fedora community, including RSS feeds of stories, headlines, and this podcast, visit fedoranews.org on the web. This has been Fedora Weekly News Out Loud, and I'm your host, Paul W. Friels, saying thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Fedora Weekly News Out Loud is produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 2.5 license. Music tracks were provided by CJAX and Macroform. Thank you.